Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of freedom nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code Rob. W10. That's R O B W10 for some immediate savings. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and I have back with me from Turkey Mountain Taxidermy, you are, sir. Brandon Moore. What's happening, dude? What's up, brother? Yeah, not much. Yeah, good to be here. Trying to get some things done today. Man, same. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I, if you guys don't know Brandon, uh, if you go back a couple of episodes, you can go back to the long live, the entrepreneurial, easy for me to say, entrepreneurial spirit, uh, episode he did, uh, and we had our friend Anna in as well, who'd started a taco truck, super successful. We want to get back in here with her. Um, dude, you were in the ground stages of, of this business and tell everybody what's going on with you now. Yeah, man. So yeah, crazy story. Uh, computer nerd of 16 years. Buys a house, gets custody of a son, and uh, loses his job in four weeks in 2020, <laughs> right? Like, that's my story, right? So, mounted my first deer in December of 2020, and uh, the deal was they had to pay up front, and they couldn't gripe about what it looked like. Can we cuss on here? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, shit. All right, so anyways, uh, so my buddy's like, all right, man, deal, run it, you know? So, they look like shit, and, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we started at the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was cool because I was able to uh, leverage my IT background and that's really what's got us as far as we've gotten now because I came out of the gates with crappy taxidermy with a really nice website mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and a solid business system that's worked so far. You know, like we do scheduling by the month for your mount. So it's super organized. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because most taxidermists, in my opinion, just didn't know what success even meant or looked like, you know, to them, just a book full of names and a cooler full of hides meant success. And that's yeah. Just, yeah, it wouldn't work for me. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, man. So now this is my go big or go home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you don't lay the ground, if you wait till you need it to lay the groundwork for your big stuff, then you're going to be working behind the eight ball. And I knew I was smart enough and had the, the, uh, knowledge of what I was doing with the websites and the, the business systems and stuff that I could run it. So just build it. And even though I didn't really need all that technology at first, I mean, hell, I had an app. There's no other tax numbers I even know how to app. You right. can go on the app, Turkey Mountain app, and book it. But it was like $100 a month, so I just canceled that for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I, do this. I mean, that'll eat into your funds your Yeah, it's just silly because I had like two people use it. You know what I mean? So when it gets like, as I get my uh, schedules booked up, which, all right, so yeah, bring it. 
you know, full circle two years in. This is my second full season. So we started halfway through the year with no business clientele, not hadn't been doing this. I did this before, but about 15 years ago, right? So uh, we had a little motion, but not much, right? No prior clientele. It was just like from zero to 100. We're starting December 2020. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, then 2021, I had a guy want to come work with me, and that was kind of cool. Till it wasn't, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I now, didn't know what you mean. Now I'm by myself again. Yeah. Like, for my having second. employees is tough, man. Yeah, it man. Is. Yeah, because so. when I had my roofing business, I, I mean, we tried to hire multiple people, and um, 17 year old kid outworked the 35 year old grown men. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. That's whatever. So my second season in now, and uh, man, I booked up a full freaking year. Like I, I mean, I'm full time now. Uh, last year. For the last couple of years, I've been kind of building websites and freelance IT stuff just to, you know, bridge the gap or whatever. But now, uh, yeah, man, we took like 80 deer. I got a bear, an alligator. I mean, been over 24 months and I'm out. 24 months is what we're talking about here. And I'm out an 11 foot alligator. I'm telling you right now, uh, and, and I'll post some of, uh, some of those pictures on our social media. That alligator is freaking unbelievable. Oh, bro, I put the, unbelievable. Uh, I did the finish work on the chin of it yesterday and, uh, to, and then put the fix some of the base up, and so to, today I wanted to turn it over, mm-hmm. and then uh, put the paint, and uh, I'm coating it with two part epoxy. Okay, to uh, kind of makes it like a helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like seals it all together, makes it shiny, makes it look wet and cool looking. But like, dude, it sticks up like it's humongous. Like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's humongous. Like it's and uh, it's going downtown Broad Street. It's supposed to be going in uh, what is uh. John Henry's the other one, um, their sister restaurant, Melinda's. Okay, Melinda's, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. They said it's going in there, uh, or John Henry's, but they said they were going to redo the whole decor around this alligator. So I gotcha. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of really cool stuff, like um, different mounts and things, and uh, I I mean, I'd really honest to God, I've never seen things cool as that alligator. That well, thing's unreal, dude. I wouldn't even have took the dang thing except for uh, I had three guys working there. <laughs> I took a thing in, you know, I was like, man, we'll bust this thing out. No problem. Oh God. We, man, we didn't. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Like, honestly, in, in, what is in the, in the beginning? Like, what is your, what was your major struggles? Like with this thing? I mean, I knew, you know, when I had my business, I had days where I was just like, man, I do not want to fucking do this anymore. This yeah. is, this is eating me alive, man. You know, it's really, uh, dude, I don't know, man. To me, it's the uh, the naysayers, man. That's just they keep you motivated, right? Yeah, man. It's like, bro, when I hear somebody tell me, "I ain't, man, are you sure this is going to work?" I'm like, so really, what you know, what comes down to the way I feel about it is the guys I had working for me, two guys, and they were both pretty good guys. Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, like, bro, I had a plan. You know, I put together a whole plan, a financial plan, scheduling. You know, I mean, logistics. We're talking the whole thing, right? For eight months, I had this all laid out. I was like, which is, right, man, which we're good. is what you have to do right. if you're going to be successful. Right. You're gonna nobody's got to do it. Nobody yeah. else in the situation knew how to do it, right? Yeah. They were just like, all right, we want to do this, but we have no idea how to organize it. I'm right. like, all right, well, let me organize it, and we'll, we'll do it. Well, dude, they flinched. Okay. Period. You yeah. know, like we're staring it down, bro, and we had like six weeks left, and we were going to be there, and everybody flinched. Like, they I, said they didn't believe I was going to get the work. And I feel like you and I are kind of similar when we say we're going to do something. It's going, we, we're going to do, we're going to die trying. I mean, yeah. it's like, and then again, going back to the other thing too, with the whole, um, I don't know, man, I, I get so motivated when somebody tells me I can't do something like, I'm in this profession now probably have no business being in the profession I'm in now, but you know what, man, 
I wanted a challenge. Yeah. And it's a it's a fucking challenge. I'm gonna tell you right now. The things that I do now are far more challenging than any other job I've ever had. But I know there's people that it's like there's no way this guy, no way he's gonna be he can do this. Yeah. So I, I, I got a what what are you doing now? I got a storage bank. I keep it all. I what, keep what it all. What are you all. doing now? I do medical device sales. Oh. So I'm I'm in and out of surgeries all the time. Oh, and bro. Uh, it's it's way different than yeah. anything I've ever done. Super stressful. But you know, case by case, day by day, uh, you know, you know interaction you know. with the doctor it, it's all working. You know, yeah. I spent like two years working for a medical device company. Yeah, we, yeah. We made, uh, or we imported uh, medical lasers, like hair removal lasers, skin resurfacing, okay. RF, RF lasers and stuff. Yeah. We like imported them, private brand, private labeled them and sold them. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I had so, to deal with those doctors. So all my stuff is, uh, we do uh, upper extremity, which is uh, hand, elbow, forearm, wrist, shoulder, clavicle, scapula, and then lower extremity, we just do foot and ankle. That's where we're at. So, um, it's competitive. It's a competitive market. It's a, it's a <laughs> ton. About it, man. Yeah, dude, it's a ton of information that I had to compile to make it make sense in my head. And you know, when you're in there having conversations with your docs, you better know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you get eat alive if you yeah. don't. And so. if they find one, if you misspeak one thing, bro, they question the whole yeah. the, the whole thing. Yeah. And so, knock on wood. Let me. Uh, Got it. We're doing all right. So, yeah. um. When when you started the taxidermy thing, and I know you did a couple of deer, and when, when you did something that you just wasn't happy because I know you seem to be a perfectionist too. Like yeah. when you do something you're not happy with, what do you do? Like you just want to just like Dude, scrap it, redo it, and <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I I don't think you can. Once you start a process on a mount, you can't just scrap it and All redo right. it. Yeah, let me tell you something. So <laughs> when I started this business, man, like this is crazy because. It's so stupid. Like no business should ever do what I had to do because I literally started my business. If you were just talking about this as any other business, I literally started my business with uh like a prototype, <laughs> like like a rough draft prototype, yeah. right? Like something that the world would never see in any other business. If you were making widgets, you know, this version of the widget would never get seen. But like, bro, I'm having to put it out marketing. And I'm like pumping myself up like this looks good and i'm like man this looks terrible but i'm having to roll with it you know um you're like what angle of picture can i take yeah, to make this look yes, right yes 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 and so what's um, a picture says a thousand yeah, words yeah like, we were dry tanning deer like we just used the stuff called dry preserve which is like powder it's like borax and you just kind of like roll the hides around on it good coat it good and it just dehydrates it well now and that's an old way to do it right yeah kind like of an older simple, way to do it's it cheap I got you cheap i got and you easy man and you can make those stupid skins fit any size form so like most guys don't care about like anatomically correct deer. They just want the biggest neck possible and their rack will sit on top of it. They I don't care you. if it looks goofy. They just want the biggest thing. Well, you can stretch those damn skins when they're green, yeah. you know, about yeah. as much as you want to. So anyways, but now we tan them and make like nice leather out of it. And then it's mounted with that. And it's just, well, oh, it's, nice. it's cool. It so is now cool. in the beginning, in the beginning, when you, when you dry tan some or you use dry preserve, it's, uh, it you can't rehydrate that because okay. when you start if you try to rehydrate it sometimes the hair will slip you know that's where the bacteria is what causes the hair to fall out of them you know when you're working on them and uh you don't really kill the bacteria you know you're just hoping to really mount it before the back and then dry out before the bacteria starts like, sets in yeah. you know and uh but now it's like now i can the other day i had one that dried i'd mounted three deer and they were in there over the weekend and one of them's lip dried funny and i just put his head in a bucket of water and let it sit for a few hours took it out and fixed it and he had like bell's palsy yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. look i swear to god my my buddy had killed a big deer one time 
And uh, he'd send it off to get it mounted, and we came back, and we had a party. I think it was a New Year's Eve party we had. I'm about, I'm about to say this, told you this story. We walked in there, and I looked at his deer, and he's looking at me, and I was like, what the fuck mounted this thing, Walt Disney? <laughs> I was like, it had this look like, hey, partner, or hey, fella, on its face. I mean, it looked like, and I was like, is there a button we can mash, and it'll sing a song? Oh, Remember that restaurant God. where everything, the animals on the walls yes, would sing? Yes. It was a Kennesaw. Yeah, he he got mad at me. Man, dude, that's what's one of the worst parts of being a taxidermist, bro. No one wants to talk about it. It's like every time you go in the house, people are like, "Yo, what do you think about my mounts?" Like, <laughs> you want me to tell you? Bro, Honestly, I was, like, I was like, "Well, one dude, I was like, well, what did you pay for it?" He's yeah. like, "Well, I got two for five hundred. And I was yeah. like, "I told him you got the deal." Yeah, like, I told him you, pay, you didn't get ripped off. Like you paid a fair price for what you got. I like, said, "Did they put a branch? It was a branch <laughs> supposed to go between his teeth?" Or I was like, "Or you could put a cigar in there, either one, so it would look fine." Yeah. So. But I can imagine, so kind of go over the, like, everybody, when you think about getting something mounted, it's either a fish or a deer. Yeah. So if you could kind of just do a rundown of some of the stuff you've done this year, this past year. Oh, man. So we do a bunch of Excluding deer. the alligator, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. We'll talk the about coolest it. thing ever. Yeah, it's the awesomest thing ever to ever be ever. But uh, I got, we got two all dads, which are, and a uh, mouflon sheep, all right? These things are actually free range in Texas now because- of all those high fence ranches out there, right? They they import these animals from Africa, yes. and then when the businesses go out of business, they just open the fence and like let the animals out. Well, you know, there we start to talk, you know, and then you start getting to the same, you know, even though they're a lot cuter, right? They run around the mountains in the desert, you know, it's kind of the same thing with like anacondas in, yeah. in the Everglades, right? And you yeah. start letting them go. Now they breed out there, Dude, so it's... these animals are from Africa and they're killing them free range in Texas now. They got, uh, I know I saw, uh, actually had heard where, uh, Texas is a huge importer of a lot of exotic animals. Even, even some of the animals they're using, uh, on these big hunts, uh, they're, they're borderline on the extinct list, but they're, they're such a market and they're such a uh, commodity now in Texas that the, they do allow people to come and hunt them, but the populations are thriving and they're yeah. key, They're healthy populations. They're right. doing, cause they're making so much money off of letting these people come and hunt them. It's actually, it's kind of helping the animal. Bro, hunters are the number one supporters of conservation. Fuck yeah. PETA. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. You know, like people want to think about, Oh, hug the animals. But like the people that say hug the animals, never healthy animals. Yeah. Uh, hunters do it through all of the revenue they generate through licenses, purchasing hunts, all that stuff. Now, am I saying that, those those ranches out there, those, those exotics and fences are creating a free range population. No, but they could, right? You know, like I'm not saying that you know people go out there and kill them are the greatest hunters ever. Like you know, they sure. a lot of these places have like thirty thousand acres and have like a forty acre kill pen, and then whoever's coming to get their deer, you know, whatever they trank it and throw it in the kill pen with some other shit and let it run around till they shoot it. Oh no way! Oh yeah, dude. This one guy was telling me they got they got it set up where you can't like the the guys that go in there don't even know it. They have no idea they're in a 40-acre kill pen, right? They, you, the way yeah. they go in the gate and where they set them up at, like the way they leave, they think they're in the middle of this ranch. Wow. And, they, yeah, they're sitting there. Let's go out there and plug their and deer. And, you know, you got plug people that say it's not, there's not no sport in that. You're kind of like, my my uncle, he was he used to always, he would give me a tough time about hunting. He's like, he goes, what if you, somebody sat and watched you every day, watched you go where you go eat every morning and where you go to sleep every night? And they shot you. Would it be fair? And I was like, are they going to eat me or just leave me laying there? Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I kind of can see his point a little bit, but with the, with those hunting pins, 40 acres is a lot of damn land. Dude. Dude, yeah. It's still a lot of land. Like they, they're going to run around there and you're going to shoot them. But yeah, like the thing of it is the people that go on these hunts, 
for the most part, they don't go out there and come back thumping their chest like they're freaking right. Uh, Dan, you know what Daniel Daniel Boone or nothing. Yeah. You know they're uh, they're really uh, you know man. Most of them are corporate guys that have like one chance a year to get away, and they go out there and they stay in a five star lodge with a chef, it's drink not, the best it's wine, not hunting at all. Yeah, they just go out there and they shoot tag number two thirty nine that was ten thousand dollars, you know, and they go mm-hmm. home and they're happy with that. Right. I mean, hell, I got a high fence deer in there now. From uh, Timber Ghost Ranch in Iowa, big house builder. Got same guy. I've got a six hundred pound black bear to mount in there, so, full body. So I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to get you off track. No, no, but, no, we'll but so, so we're looking at deer. We're looking at those. Odds, those mouflons, elk. Uh, I've got a bunch of ducks. I've got some pheasant. I got fox, bobcat. I mean, man, are you ever gonna do fish? Maybe, maybe just because it seems like you almost have to do it all. But I think. I almost believe I can do everything but fish and just outsource my fish. Like, I got right. a guy that does replicas, and, man, those replicas are so good. There's just no reason to skin mount a fish. Right. And it's just painting them. And, like, if I'm going to order a replica, I'd rather just pay somebody else to paint it. For and sure. And just get it in and give it to my people and be all right with making a little bit of money on it. What was the, what was the toughest thing you had to mount? Was uh, it the alligator? Yeah, man. Well, that's uh, those. Yeah, I mean, man, yeah, that's the alligator. It's the biggest pain in my butt, but. It's just because it's the only, it's the first one I ever did, right? And when you start on it, this, I mean, it's an 11 foot piece of skin. All right. And this thing doesn't fold up like deer skin you put in a cooler, right? You right. basically like double it over mm-hmm. maybe one more time, but yeah. that's about it. And it's still, you know, the size of If you of watch the movies, table. they just roll it up in one piece. Yeah, no. no. Like, no, man, it's, it's, well, I mean, even then, it'd be wider than my freezer. Like, For sure. You take up all the room. Yeah, so where anyways, do you put that? Dude, you just, <laughs> it's crazy as shit. You can once you tan it and it becomes leather, you can just let it sit out and dry. Okay, and then you just put in a bucket bucket of water and it rehydrates. Yeah, and so but you only want to do that a couple times. This guy killed it and brought it uh, brought it from Lake Eufaula up here, a hole in the back of his truck, right? And I never dealt with alligator, and um, so I didn't really know what to tell him to do with it, to be honest with you. But he's like, "Can you mount it?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, you know, in theory, yeah. I mean, it's just." A sock. I'm gonna make a sock out of it. Make a foot on it, and put a foot the sock on the foot. And be yeah, done. yeah. And he's like, "All right, well, I'm bringing it to you." So uh, when he got there, it was like hole in the back of his truck, and I was like, "Well, we just skinned it." But that trip was like four hours. Like you followed around was like four hours. So in, that thing in, is in August, four hour. September. No. And so we had like a tarp on it with some bags of ice pushed up on it, which probably kept the meat like decent. Yeah. Uh, but we lost a bunch of scales on the back. Okay. I mean, it just cooked. I mean, sure. gator season's like August, August, September, something yeah. like that. It's hot yeah. as balls down here. And so, uh, you literally have to fill the whole back end of that truck up with ice. Yeah. Like yeah. A, like that's a mobile what, cooler. Yeah. Just pull, pull under things, fill it up all the way and drive it back. But he, that's not what happened. So we lost a bunch of scales and it freaked me out. And, uh, when you get, I mean, it's intimidating, you know, when you're looking at something you've never done before, it's a big money project. It's not cheap. It's sure. $500 a foot. So it's a five, $5,500 project we're talking yeah. about, which, you know, Everybody's like, oh, but dude, I can mount $10,000 in deer mm-hmm. in the same time. Sure. You know, because you got to let the thing, once you mount, it's got to dry for two months before you can even paint it. Before you can even do any finish work, you got to let it dry for two months. And so, uh, you know, this is, I'm kicking it. I'm, I'm in a 20 by 25 shop. I'm kicking it. I'm moving it around. I mean, it's just in my way. I can't, I can't work on it and keep it out. I've got to move it out of the way while I'm doing the rest of my stuff. And every time you move, it's a risk something happening yeah, to it. Yeah, and so it's like one of those things you just keep pushing off to. You're like, all right, I'm doing my research. I feel like I'm ready to go. And now we just, I took some paint the other day and painted it all. 
They look like a brand new thing. Everybody's like, oh, my God, it looks great. It looks amazing. All the doubters that was like, dude, for months now, man, for months. It's like, I mean, dude, one of my guys quit because he he was, he was had too much. One of his things was he had too much anxiety about that alligator. Really? I swear to God, that's, I was dating his mother. That's what she said. He was too stressed out about that alligator. Like, he don't think y'all can do it. And I was like, really? Like, damn, all I need him to do is worry about tanning it. I got the rest of it. It's just we're just going to do it when we got time. Yeah. We can't do it right now. Like right. We got to get it all in and do it. Well, anyway, so then I'm like, all right, well, fine. I'll, you know, I'll do it by myself. I think he actually did help me mount it. We got it put together. We got the, the the skin on the form together. But after that, he was gone. I had to I had to come up with a base and figure it all out. But yeah. anyway, man, it's cool as shit. And it'll be a lot quicker. But the biggest problem with the gator, man, is the heads. I got five, dude. Five gator heads plus the full size alligator this year. Yeah, people are killing these things. They're like hogs, like they're like hogs and everything. Like people are killing gators because nothing kills them. Right, right. Like nobody, nothing. There's unchecked animals and uh, like it's getting to be a big sport. And so, anyways, I got five gator heads in my first year in business, and I'm like, man, I don't want to do no more because you have to <laughs> cut the whole roof of the mouth out. Whole roof of the mouth is yeah. full of meat. The inside, you heard gator lips. You ever heard that? Song? Yeah, you remember that? It's yeah. like the inside meat of the lower jaw. Okay, crazy. You got to cut all that out with a saw. Cut it all out, then tan it like you would a hide. So it's disgusting. What? So that's what I was about to ask you. <laughs> what's the What's the grossest thing you had to? Uh, no, that's a gator head. One of those gator head, dude. These guys, man. The ones I just finished up that I showed you the picture, the videos of. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys, they you're supposed to salt it, right? You want to get all the meat off of it, salt it as quick as possible. Salt, like Jesus saves lives, salt saves hides. Like, that's, okay. you know what I mean? like, that's the way it works, man. But these guys didn't get the meat out of the head. They just oh like packed it full of salt, bro. It was the single worst smelling shit I've ever smelled. And I was like, after that one, I said, no more. Do not call me with another gator. Yeah. And uh, so nobody did last year, but. I had a guy come in the other day and say he was going to go kill a nine-footer this fall. And, and you just tell him straight up, make sure all the meat's out of this thing. If you bring it in here with the meat in it, you can just take it, take, yeah. keep taking it with you. Yeah, or, you, or, you, or you know, the price is going to go up. I'll yeah. deal with it, but I ain't going to deal with it for free. How is it? Okay, here's a gross question. <laughs> yeah. How long does it take to get that scent, that smell off your damn hands? Dude, never. I swear to God. You can like still smell bar, it every like once weeks, in a while? Weeks, bro. Oh, weeks, my God. Like, to just, I mean, man, but it's just like, it gets in everything. It's in your clothes. Ugh. It's in the shop. It's in like, it's in everything, man. So you just have to open the door, like try to get it out, you know, the best yeah. that you can, but it's pretty terrible. We had, uh, I had went to Walmart the other day and I usually get those. What is it? Like a roast, yeah. uh, like a roast with the potatoes and stuff. You just throw it in a crock pot. Yeah. So I go in, I grab one and the bottom of the, the things got blood on it. So I'm already mad. I'm like, God dang it, you know, yeah. and I'm I'm like using the sanitizer, cleaning it off or whatever, and got my hand clean, and I'm I'm pissed about it, but I bag it up, put it in the in the buggy, and I keep going, and the whole time I'm going, I'm like, man, that shit's still on my hands, I can still smell it, I still smell this thing, and so I get up there to check out, I'm I'm still mad about it, and I go to scan that roast, and that bag opens up, and that waft of like rotten meat, like just blows right in my face. Oh my god, and. uh I mean, I was threw up on the cell yeah, checkout thing. Dude. I was, I, I was like, bro. And the, uh, the lady from Walmart looks at me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, here, smell this. Just make sure it ain't me. And she stuck her head in it and was like, bro. Like she got uh, sick and she was like, oh my God. And she said, it's spoiled. It's spoiled. And so 
she's like, do you want me to go back over there and get another? And I said, no, ma'am, we get, we eat, we eat <laughs> we sandwiches get out tonight. Out of here, yeah. We get out of here, bro. <laughs> but, uh, I can't That's imagine because it, it took me like, I, the reason I asked you that is because like, hell, I washed my hand 15 times. So I finally felt like I didn't, I even squirted lemon juice on it. Oh, dude, we use, we use, uh, I use, uh, carpet cleaning, uh, baking soda. Like the pet stain remover, yeah, pet smell remover, yeah. bro. I use that to neutralize my hides so they smell good. I found okay. this little like cheat code. Oh, okay. Most taxidermists want it really cheap, but I use this stuff. But anyways, I just make like a paste out of it and just sit there scrub it because it's like uh, oh. gritty, you know. Yeah, yeah. Gets that shit out of you. But man, that gator, uh, the gator is inside now. And yesterday, uh, we it rained like uh, not before last, right? And I thought it was not going to rain till today. And so the gator was outside, so we got like wet which isn't gonna kill that's not no problem but it smelled like a sure. wet gator oh. When, oh. when i brought it in damn yeah. and they gonna put that in a restaurant yeah man but once i get done with it, it <laughs> yeah, oh yeah i know i know it'll be coated in a it'll be coated in a foxy resin and nothing gets out of that uh, we had uh i i'd saw this story uh another reason i get in here too i, I was uh i definitely want to talk about what's going on with you now with the business and everything and i know that you guys are blowing up Oh, yeah, let's talk about the trigger topic, bro. Let's, what we what, we initially shared this message to each other because if if you hunt, if you're in the woods, it, it was always something I had to be made aware of when I was a kid. It was was a pack of wild dogs, yeah. and when you see wild dogs, we ain't talking about dogs running around in your neighborhood that shitting in your yard, and you know we're talking about dogs that are out there living for survival. Yeah, packed up and. Uh, they are they're probably the most dangerous thing in and, I guess North and we're not, America. We're not talking about coyotes either. No, 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 no. Coyotes we're about, are like they go the other way faster than anything. Yeah, we're talking about Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. We're talking about that. You know, we're talking about your regular dog that will be in your house as a pet. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, what happens is these animals get abandoned. Uh, more in, in the rural the rural area, there's nobody really there to kind of. I guess there's there's more of an abundance of of property where they can't be you know. Yeah, they just get to run. They I mean, just run free. Yeah, even if you fence, I mean, you know, nobody's going to uh, chain link hundreds of acres, you know. It's just right. going to be barbed wire or something that the dogs can move through. So not. these dogs will pack up like coyotes or they'll pack up like hyenas uh, or even wolves. Yeah. There's one that'll be an alpha, and uh, all they do is scavenge every day for something to eat to yeah. survive. And so I was always told when and I think I was maybe 12 or 13 years old, my dad and I, we would go hunt in, in up in Northwest Georgia. And we always were, had to be aware of the pack of dogs that, that roamed that area because they had attacked somebody before. Yeah. And I'm scared, I'm scared to death. You know, yeah. I'm like, hell, I don't want to, that's a, that was a, that was a real fear yeah. of mine. In the dark, you know, we're, you know, you're hunting, you know, you're walking in the dark with your little flashlight and everybody thinks the, and back in the day, man, flashlights wasn't even that great. Right. right. Like, no like, doubt. You, know you had I mean? to shake that son of a bitch yeah, to come back home because it got a little damp. Yeah. It wasn't what it is now. But, uh, yeah. you know, you're walking in the dark and even with a great flashlight, if a pack of dogs got after you, man, there's, uh, you better be able to climb a tree real yeah, fast. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you're not in an advantage just because no. you have a light. You're still going to be fighting in the dark because you got to get rid of the light to figure out what, you know, how to get rid of them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, even, dude, it's crazy because, uh, yeah, man, even domestic dogs, like people let them out every morning. Well, they're just going to go click up. Yep. They got their little groups and they click up and, and they go hunt. They just run all day long, just like coyotes or something. Yeah, and just, they just exactly. Go home at night. Exactly. So this guy had went out. A Georgia man has sustained serious injuries to his arms and legs and hands. And I'll, I want to post those on social media, but I'm sure my account will get flagged and then, well, they'll take our monetization away. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe I can put them on Twitter if you follow us on Twitter. Uh, 61 year old man, he had ended up with 298 puncture wounds and severed ligaments in his hands. Uh, 
after he was attacked for 15 minutes by three giant stray dogs, a pack of dogs. That's crazy. Uh, that's gonna, terrifying. Let me tell you how lucky he was. It was only three. Because yeah. if it would have been more, he probably would have killed him. I mean, there's no way. Uh, that's terrifying, man. Like 60 years old? Yeah, 61. Uh, and he looked like he's in pretty damn did, good shape. What did they say about him? Did, did they catch the dogs? They kill the dogs? Well, they did They did actually end up catching the dogs, but he would went in to uh, set up his ladder stand because, yeah. you know, both right. seasons coming around, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, so he goes in uh, January 15th, and he noticed that, that three large dogs were approaching him, and then one came in and attacked him. Uh, and as soon as it did, the other two had jumped in on him as well. Uh, and they were attacking him from like all three sides. He had picked up a big limb and was kind of, I guess, swinging in a circle, screaming at him, uh, you know, striking him whenever he had a chance. And he knew he had to get up that ladder stand. He knew that that was the only way that, because they, they were relentless. They were hungry. Yeah. They even wanted to eat. Yeah. And, uh, didn't, didn't care that it was a man. They were just trying to eat. Yeah. So he did get to the ladder stand. One of them was hanging on the back of his leg, like trying to drag him off. And, uh, he finally kicked the dog away uh, enough to get a, free up from the one dog and get up the stand. Um, and they circled him like for another 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Then what are you going to get down and walk out? Like he, he said at one point he thought that, that he was about to lose his grip on, on the ladder stand. And he, he said he knew in his mind, he said to himself, if I fall backwards, I'm dead They're They're, they're going to rip yeah. me to pieces. And, uh, and he luckily one more pull he pulled away. If you guys see this man, you can you can actually Google it. Uh, just do man attacked by um, stray dogs in Georgia. You can take a look at the the injuries he sustained on his legs, man. Yeah. Hey, I mean they tore his ass. Let me tell up. you, man. Uh, those puncture wounds, uh, those things are pretty serious. I had a I got I had a big German Shepherd, uh, and he was in a he was in a doll fight with a little lady's doll. The dog actually ran up, grabbed a hold of him, right, started shaking him by the neck, and. Uh, Thunder ended that, but yeah. Uh, but anyways, I pulled. I, I, well, I grabbed his mouth and I pulled it open. He bit me one time right through my arm, oh. right here, bro. My whole hand, my whole hand uh, curled up. He had some it, nerve damage. It just went through those tendons. It didn't. Yeah. Thank oh, God, okay. because of like it was just a one time thing. I got you. Uh, he didn't shake or nothing. Like he bit me. He backed up. Uh, but it was just like it swelled up all those tendons in there. And so you imagine getting bit by three dogs all over your quads and calves I mean, and hands he, and then dude, having he's to climb a ladder stand. Eight up, yeah, exactly. Well, he had so much adrenaline oh, flow, and he probably could have climbed that tree yeah. like a monkey. Yeah, I, but I guarantee you, he was feeling it. You bet. Step. Yeah, he's feeling it. I bet he. Ain't, what, we're in February now. Yeah. Been a month. Month yeah. now. I guarantee he's still. Anytime, how many rounds of shots he's had to take? Well, I mean, dude, they're no worse. I mean, they're the same thing as uh, feral pigs. Yeah, feral pigs will do the same thing. They they'll kill you too. Hell yeah, they'll, they they'll haunt you and kill you too. Yeah, uh, they for just they just just because they're better than you. When we were, <laughs> like, when, when we initially started talking about this, we were talking about these 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 dogs are basically feral dogs, stray dogs, yeah. pack of dogs. I mean, they're domesticated. They're domestic breed dogs. Yep, they just live wild. Yep. And so, uh, you know, man, but, you told you want to, you want to pull on a heartstring, and I start talking about would you shoot a domesticated you know, domestic looking dog in the woods that's attacking you? Shit, yeah, right. You know what I mean? But then. But then, you know, you shoot the dog, somebody finds out about it, uh, because it, shit, maybe it runs home. Hell, somebody shot my cat, it ran home, I was pissed, but yeah. it was on their land. I'm not, I mean, I don't, if it's on their land and it's attacking their animal or they just feel like it's that much of a nuisance to them mm-hmm. and they need to kill it, then that's my fault for letting it on that land. And it's funny, like, you, it's funny you say cat because we, 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 t- we're going to take this and we're going to lead into, uh, animals that are not native 
uh, non-native, invasive, non-native species. invasive species and then also native invasive species that we're talking about feral cats and it, people are like our oh, cats are cute and cuddly they love cats if you're a cat lover you're probably not gonna like what we're gonna talk about yeah but you're gonna hate this. you're actually not gonna like it <laughs> if you take a look at the free-ranging domestic cat in the wildlife uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out, is this, an, yes, this is annually. This is per year, people. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this is crazy. 2.4 billion birds are killed a year by free-range domestic cats. A lot of these you feed every night. Yes. Let's be real. You feed these every night, and they go out and decimate. They don't eat these things, right? They don't eat birds. They kill them. They leave them like they bring them in, and you're like, oh, yeah, look, uh, they brought me a bird. <laughs> If you think the birds was bad, <laughs> on on yearly average, your domestic free-ranging cat, your house cat, uh, Lucy, if you live at this house, they kill anywhere from 6.9 to 20.7 billion man, mammals a year. Mammals, mammals not mammals, squirrels, mammals, rats. squirrels, rats, rabbits, chipmunks, moles, moles. everything. Yeah. They are some ruthless killing. We didn't even, people don't love reptiles as much as they do these other two animals, but it's, you know, rats. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, snakes, squirrels, lizards, uh, squirrels, bro. People, I mean, people do these damn cats kill baby squirrels in droves. Yeah. Just to kill them. Yeah. My ex, you know, she, she had some cats and she was just like, oh, they just bring me dead stuff all the time. Like, you know, and I'm like, well, congratulations to ruining the ecosystem. Like, you know, people think rats and squirrels that's, and stuff are bad, thing. and they overvalue the right. native species, or the they undervalue the native species for these. I mean, cats aren't native; cats nope. are bred, correct? Right for centuries and bajillions of ages now, they're not native. Uh, just like you know, domestic dogs. You know, they were bred and whatever over time, but uh, yeah, and they're just you know the most prolific killers you could ever imagine. They are. If you watch any movies, uh, Wild Kingdom, I, when I was a kid, man, I loved Wild Kingdom, especially when it talked about the tigers or the lions. Yeah. Like, that was my, I mean, I was in there. I was all in. Oh. But your house cat is the same <laughs> genetic makeup as yeah. that giant cat. And thank your lucky stars, it's not that big. Right. Brittany's always talking about wanting to get a Savannah cat. A I said, no, guys, that thing, nah. I don't want it. I want anything in this house that can kill me when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have one too. <laughs> But I don't, you know, those are like, not uh, that much. Those are like pools, man. The best ones are somebody else's. Exactly. <laughs> what was that thing about? Uh, it's about the happiest time a boat a person is uh, that owns a boat like when he buys it and when he sells it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's probably going to be about right. I mean, <laughs> and, man, dude, it's crazy. Uh, so another article I sent you, right, was the, the feral cat guy of Australia. Dude. So this guy in Australia, there's a huge epidemic of these things. Yes, and there's are, there's a huge documentary on that too. You can yeah. watch. So they're wiping out like they're bringing animals to extinct in Australia. Yeah, and well, they're doing it here too. And some of those articles up these, dude. So I, I, I phoned a friend for these articles. My buddy Jonathan Bamford. Shout out to him. Uh, he's a very he feels very passionate about this subject. Uh, but anyways, uh, so this dude. Uh, I mean, man, he's just a feral cat killer. I mean, this would trigger trigger every single, uh, I mean, you know, soft hearted American in the whole in the whole country. If you did this in America, you'd be in prison. Yeah, hell yeah, you would. <laughs> this dude is strolling around with an outfit made out of cat furs. Cat made out of cat furs, man. It's I mean, this guy, I'm talking about like. Uh, the guy off at, uh, what was the Discovery Show, Mountain Man? Yes. This, is, this guy looks like Those a guy two, on Mountain Man. Yeah, 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 he does. Just with cat furs. 
Yeah. The um the whole cat thing, I mean, it, it's startling. But then we can even go back to, I remember when feral pigs were getting, somebody had bought feral pigs in northwest Georgia. Yep. And turned them loose so yep. they could hunt them. And they're here now. And they're here now. And I'm talking like they are, not only do they tear up the land like your your where you plant your crops and things like that. Dude, they, uh, I mean, they destroy it. Yeah, I mean, completely destroy it. They eat up anything that's growing. In a night. Yes. In a night. They yeah. go through a field in it's the like night. It's like a binger. Just, yeah. yeah. They just, it looks like, you know, anybody that's familiar with farm, you know, it looks like a turning plow went through there where it yeah. just uproots everything. Yep. They're, I mean, they're the most destructive animal probably in our ecosystem, honestly, because they're everywhere. The other thing that they're doing and affecting too uh, is uh, the turkey population has went way down because they eat turkey eggs or they eat baby turkeys yeah. when baby turkeys are born. Uh, Bob whites or quail, same thing. Any yeah. any ground nesting uh, bird, they're 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 putting freaking havoc on the population. Oh my god, man! They're, I mean, those things they live uh, in the swamps. Right in like the swamps of Georgia, yeah. And I personally, myself, like not this season, season four, twenty twenty one. Uh, I stalked up on probably close to a three hundred pound pig at thirty five hundred feet in elevation in the Cahuta Mountains, yeah. the very tip top of a ridge in the middle of the mountains. And I'm I'm on a pig. I thought I was on a bear. I get up to it. I'm stalking up to where the squirrels are, or whatever. And I get down where I can see, and it's a humongous hog so what do you like dude i was gonna shoot it man i got down there to 10 yards and the wind switched on me yeah and i like have my i got long hair you know I, I had it all down i was in my indian mode man I had, my, <laughs> had my long bow walking through the woods and i'm like i'm like oh man i'm gonna kill this thing man sure as the world and then the wind my hair just blew that way and he is, was gone dude is it, are you afraid though like if hunting on the ground when because they are they're tough like t- when i say tough i mean they're they're, they're they're yeah they're I mean, they're that ain't no joke they'll kill you. yeah they they are if they're going out, they're going to take you with them. Yeah. Kind of a mentality. Uh, but dude, I, I kept, we were bear hunting up there. And uh, so I had a 40 in my chest rig. I yeah. I run a chest rig for that hunt because I was just walking all the time. I covered 30 miles in four days. Yeah. And so I was just walking and fucking, I'm having, I'm back there. I ain't got no cell phone service, man. They going. That's I mean, a little terrifying. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. If I'm going to get in trouble for shooting something with a pistol, they just going to have to. I'm gonna take that lick, but I ain't gonna die back here <laughs> no, over these damn no things. Way. Get eat up by a bunch of damn feral pigs. Dude, so you wanna have a real fun conversation? Yeah. Have you ever seen the video of them tannerizing pigs? Yes. Could you yes. imagine if somebody tannerized cats? Yeah, yeah, you'd <laughs> be in you, prison, bro. Could you imagine? Your ass would be under, had a you'd be under a jail on a little thing of fiskers out there in the in the <laughs> yard, hearts. bro. And just you know, a little cat around you. Just a pile of friskies and some catnip to yeah. kind of chill them out or yeah. to get them. Uh, Let them go. Yeah. People will be upset. Yeah, I know it sounds Dude, terrible. So, like, but, yeah, you know, in Rome, they fucking catch the cats, neuter them, and turn them loose to kill the shit. Kill, they just kill. That's all they're doing. That's what, like, yeah. to keep the rats in check. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just try not being nasty. Yeah. You know, like, rats have got to, I mean, everything has a point, has a purpose in the ecosystem. Well, you can't program them to just kill rats either. Right. They're they're anything kill, that's moving. Dude, anything they can kill, man. There's yeah. videos of bobcats killing deer, right? I'm talking like jumping on a deer's neck, grabbing it by the throat, and killing it right there in front of the hunter. That's impressive. A bobcat. Yeah. I mean, you're talking less than 30 pounds. Right. And it's not even. And, and you're talking 100 pound deer. Yeah. And once yeah. they get on that neck, it's over with. Yeah. They ain't letting go. They yeah. just hold it till it dies. They're, it's yeah they're prolific cats are prolific killers and what about uh iguanas 
Oh, dude, iguanas are. Oh, I want to go on an iguana hunt, man. I do too. And uh, you know, there's like squirrels down there. They yes, say yes. And when it gets are. cold, they just fall out of the trees. Yep. yep. Bro. You know, there's a group of people. Uh, I can't. I want to say I don't want to offend anybody, but it's a group of people that eat those. Like it's a. It's a, it's a. Yeah. I mean, they 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 harvest them and eat them just like we good. would if we were going squirrel hunting yeah. or rabbit hunting. So. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's, but those folks are happy. <laughs> They're yeah. happy as hell about dude, it. Those things are everywhere. It's crazy. And what about the anacondas? So these are yeah. all these are all non native species. Or the Burmese? Just, it's the Burmese Burm- python. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking so about. So we had, I guess it was Hurricane Ivan. There was a there was a area down there in the Everglades where they were they were raising these these snakes, and I think Hurricane Ivan came in. I believe it was Ivan or Andrew. I can't remember, but it destroyed the facility and it slung these snakes all over the Everglades. Well, mm-hmm. now they are a they are Booming. a gigantic problem because they they have no natural predator. Like there's nothing. They say, they say in the forest or the swamps where those things are, there is no wildlife. Like yeah, it's decimated. Yeah, they've they severely decimated the mammal, uh, the mammal Same thing, population. Rabbits, birds, yes, things like that. They'll occasionally get a alligators. Deer. Yeah, alligators. I mean, you'll see them eating alligators. Yeah, I mean, trying to, and the alligators kill bust out the side. Yeah, though, I think they could probably kill one. Yeah, I do too. I do you too. Know, I'm sure they could. Hell, uh, the Burmese python. There's actually there's an Indian. Uh, there's a rock python and the Burmese python, and those have found a way to breed with each other. So there's a di- there's a whole different breed. Super of, uh, species, man. Uh, yeah, Jesus they're Christ. they're more aggressive. Uh, it's a more of aggressive python, bro. You see these guys on TV, man. They're like catching them, python right? hunters. Like, yeah, they're like diving there, bro. I'm just getting a 12 gauge, and we're just shooting them. Like we ain't playing with these things, bro. We just going to cap them and keep moving. They um. I can't do it. There's a bounty. I mean, you, yeah. you you kill them and you bring them in. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see. Uh, this is this is a little shocking. <laughs> so, let's see. The female python they'll lay around seven eggs. That's a ball python. Okay. Okay. That's that's the one that usually people will see in the uh, in your aquarium or in your I guess most uh, what is it pet stores. Yeah. But the Burmese. If I can spell this right, the Burmese python, uh, they usually mate during the spring months, and they have up to 48 eggs. Jesus. Okay. 48 eggs. So every one of these females, um, they they lay up to a clutch of 40, 48 eggs at a time. That's there are crazy. tens of thousands of wild Burmese pythons in the Everglades. They're here. So if you just You're take, never going to kill them. Let's just say of a hundred, a hundred, we'll say a thousand, a thousand females, a thousand females. What is that? 480,000 eggs? Jesus says, bro. All right, don't don't do I don't do That's math. Close well. enough, don't man. make me stroke out over half here. a million. We'll just say half a million. Well, we'll round up say there's half a million babies. Forty eight thousand. So so oh, fuck. so 50, that's just a thousand out. snakes. A thousand snakes. That's stupid. Yeah. And there's way more than that. And then just multiply that. So you got your every year. Forty eight thousand. We'll take half of that to twenty four thousand and then multiply that by forty eight a year. Bro. Every year. Every Dude, year. Dude, it's it's out of control. And like I said, there's nothing there. Like, uh, yeah, so what do you do? I mean, you know, like, do you try to right the ship or do you just try to roll the punches? You know, like, 
You know, probably the only way to get rid of those stupid things is going to be to burn the Everglades or something crazy. You're never yeah. going to get rid of them. No, yeah, you'll never get rid so of them. So now you just have to try to manage them? Yeah. Jesus. And it, the scary thing is they evolved. They evolved and able Bro, to and adapt the, well, to, the, to the surroundings. The, not the worst part of the whole damn thing is people value those stupid things about as much as a human life. Here's a scarier. Here's a scarier point on it. They've moved. They started moving north. And yeah. They're surviving. So people. Oh. People's found them in. Uh, I want to say. Uh, let me see what the farthest north I is. I can't tell you, bro. That ain't even gonna be nothing for them, man. I mean, if it gets too cold, I mean, dude, we got rattlesnakes and stuff that live here year round. Do you think a python ain't gonna figure it out? Yeah. Sheesh, man. They'll be laid up in barns, just fucking eating everybody's shit. <laughs> like God, go out there and try to get a calf out of a cow. Just be python attached to the other end of it. They say that the farthest north in Florida, uh, oh, man, it's, so we started out in the Everglades, uh, up the farthest part is like Big Cypress uh, National Preserve and sent in the Seminole State. Uh, I mean, it's Where's what, that at? a sustainable classification uh, reaches all the way to northwest Georgia, from, no. from Georgia all the way over to Texas, <laughs> Oklahoma. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina. Jesus. Um, that's a suitable classification for them to be able to survive. <laughs> they're coming. Bro, they're here, man. Uh, Maybe they'll do, take man? care of some of those fucking feral cats. God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. That's we, released the, we released the snakes to get rid of the yeah, cats. Oh, dude, that, yeah, that'll be how they sell it to us. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, but I don't know, man. Like. Those damn ho- like hogs, and I mean, I mean, we're getting a lot of of those like non-native species here, man. A lot of them. Yeah, I don't really know what the future of like the landscape of the wildlife looks like, but like it, it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah, it's not looking good. People are placing a low value on it, but yeah, there's a reason for that. I Absolutely. Like. Yeah, I do too. I feel like they're no they're wanting. Well, I feel like man, as part of the program, and man, they want us to be not self-sufficient mm-hmm. as far from self-sufficient as possible. Agreed. That's what they want. And so everything hunting is bad. Uh, you you know, can't. Everything killing is terrible, except for, you know, babies and weird shit like that. That's fine. You can't catch rainwater. It's can't catch rainwater. Yeah. Can't yeah. dig a pond on your property, you know, nope. weird shit without a permit, getting yeah. it okayed. Crazy as shit, man. It's, fuck, fish too. We got peacock bass now, right? Yeah. Well, we'll go back to Florida. You've got the uh, snakeheads, yeah. which I would love to go fly fishing for some snakeheads. Yeah. That, but... Dude, at they, what cost, man? You those know? those son of a bitches are violent yeah. in the water. Oh, I mean, they, they 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 say that's one of the best fighting fish there is. So, but a lot of people shoot them with bows. You yeah, that's it. I have never been bow fishing. Fun as shit. You and I need to talk because uh, we're in the developments of something we're working on. Uh, it's uh, it's I'm pretty interesting. No, no, dude, it's like it's we're trying to. Uh, I'll leak it just a little bit. So maybe there might be a TV show in development. Uh, that we're we're we are working on. Oh co- man. yeah. So it's uh I'll but I'll get with you on that. Oh, yeah. And y'all stay tuned for that too. It's gonna yeah. be good. That's all that's all you get. Um that's all you get. <laughs> all you get. But if if you like this content, you're gonna see a lot. This of, dude hit me up the other content. day wanting to do like a field to, to like taxidermy competition like docuseries. How on. fast can you mount a deer? Well, yeah, like, you know, like <laughs> not like that, pervert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two point five minutes. No, um, <laughs> no, like uh like go on a you know me going to hunt somewhere, him film it, and like elk or moose or something crazy, and then bring it back and then mount it, and then take it to a then the culmination 
would be taken to like a competition, have yeah. a judge or something. It's like Ink Master. Is y'all gonna get Dave, Dave Navarro to yeah, judge it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, man. I was like, man, hell sounds fun, <laughs> dude, bro. I, dude, somebody will pick that shit up. Listen, bro, let me put some all I, I mean, listen, you just gotta put content out now. The one last thing that we was gonna talk about before you get out of here, uh the one last animal, and I know people's got their heartstrings on this too, but these fucking things are they're dangerous as well. And that's the coyote. And buddy, they are exploding. Yeah. Exploding all over Northwest Georgia, and in I mean they're exploding all over the United States. Well, you see them now in Atlanta in the suburbs yes. every year, snatching people's cats and dogs. Yeah, there's one snatched a kid up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. a video of a coyote snatching a kid up. But dude, this man, you get into these damn neighborhoods where all these like so same thing with deer, right? These people in Atlanta now. There was a thing on the news the other day. These people in Atlanta, the deer just taking up. I mean. We're completely engulfing their natural habitat. Right. But the deer are just in there eating everybody's shit. Yeah, eating the no, flowers, yeah, eating the bushes. everybody in there is protecting the deer. Nobody wants people to hunt the yeah. deer. It's like, oh, the babies. The and where baby. do you think they're going to go? Right. So there's like eating everything. Well, same thing with coyotes, bro. Nobody, they don't let nobody in there to kill them. They yeah. just want until everything to live problem. in harmony. Until it's until a they, major problem. Yeah, until they so. come up there and grab their cat off the front porch. How do you feel about the... I, I'm just getting your take on this because I'm a firm believer that you don't move certain species... Out of certain places. Yeah. They're there for a reason. Yeah. How do you feel about the elk population up in North Carolina now? And well, how much longer do you think it's going to be before they work their way oh, into man. Georgia? Um, they, uh, elk used to be here. Okay. All right. And I think they're just reintroducing them up there in Kentucky. And I think, uh, dude, I don't, I think that the way the elk population is going out west, we better, we better move them around. Because okay. The other, critter that uh everybody is the hot topic is a wolf yes and you want to talk about an efficient killer my friend yeah and they are definitely their population their numbers are, are exploding as well yeah man and they'll go in and kill a herd of elk and they're so protected you can't kill them no you, they're they very are few protected. places like they got they're coming off the endangered species list i, I mean didn't you watch yellowstone right yeah. <laughs> but like hell i got a i got a hundred pound timber wolf in i did no, do that yeah man. man to do a a, a rug a- on the guy's actually gonna make a you ever watched uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. He's making a Jon Snow like Oh, wolf no thing. way. Dude, like Did you do it already? Color. Yeah. It's badass. Send me some pictures he, of that. When he, yeah, when he gets done with it, he's going to send me a picture. Man. Like, his wife's going to make it. That's cool. awesome. But, like, those things, man, uh, you know, whatever, man, those things kill generations. You know, that's the thing. Is like when a pack of animals goes on the hunt, and they go in the pack mentality, and they're just killing and letting lay. They're just a feeding frenzy, killing frenzy. Dude, they're killing generations. Mm-hmm. Like a mom, a daughter, a granddaughter. Yeah. They're wiping out, out the whole thing. Gone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, overnight, wake up in the morning. You know, if hunters went and did that, people would have a stroke. Yeah. They'd go to prison. Yeah, I was do. about to say you'd be in prison. Yeah, yeah, no joke. They'd go to prison. Yeah. But the wolves do it. It's fine. And coyotes go and they kill everything. And everyone's like, oh, we'll call animal control. We'll trap them. No, man, you're not going to catch. It's like you're not going to catch enough coyotes and like. You know, animal control box live traps. Like you got to have people there working that property all the time, right? Trying to catch them and kill them. I mean, in, I mean, what do you do with them? Though? I mean, kill them and throw them in the damn ditch. But they, but they're not allowing them to hunt them. You know, it's it's going to be, it's really going to reach a point to where it's made it's a major effect Until, on the ecosystem. Well, what it's going to reach a point of is when these bleeding heart fucking. I'm sorry, man, but these damn liberals, <laughs> when they get to a point where they have to look in the mirror and say, "All right, we are the reason that these son of a bitches are here, and we've got to kill. They've got to be killed. Mm-hmm. There's no trapping and relocating. There's, they got yeah. to be just." decimated but it's our it's our fault like yeah. we're taking over their forest you take a look at too like uh you watch videos of people find like a coyote puppy and it's a puppy it's all puppies are cute man all Bro, of them all of them. them but guess what 
It's gonna grow up to be a murdering son of a bitch. Twelve gauge him, man. I got a, I got a, I got a picture of, I got a picture of me with a piglet, uh, a piglet on, <laughs> yes, on two do. pieces of bread. Uh, yeah, you do. We ran up on like ten of them down there in the swamp, and we chased them down. We shot one. When we shot it, they all started running. We caught one, and uh, yeah, I cooked it. It was the best damn meat I ever had. Yeah, but, like those things are the same. Thing. Man, piglets, you got to shoot every. If you shot every single pig, if every hunter shot every single pig, you still wouldn't knock it in the population. They would never even. It wouldn't even touch it. So, didn't you get banned on face? Kicked off of yes. Facebook for a little while for that. Yes. Somebody reported your picture. Yes. Are you eating that pig? Yeah. yeah, I get. I get kicked off a lot of social media for a lot of shit. But like, if I, you could have used music on your pictures back then, you could have hit it with a circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I got a picture of. Dude, this one I'm going to hell for. But I got a picture. <laughs> I got a picture of my buddy holding the piglet on the opposite side of the fire, and I got like the piglet that we killed skinned, and it's on like the like the grill yeah. over the fire, and like the like you know he's watching his brother get cooked and eat. But <laughs> it's like this is where we started. This is how it ended. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, this is yeah the whole thing, man. It was but whatever, man. It's, when you go back to we'll just go back to what Ted Nugent said. You know, if people want to be upset and want to stop people from eating meat. And you're going to be vegan. Because, because of the killing of animals, right? That's their thing. Yeah, don't kill animals, don't eat animals. Vegans probably are responsible for killing more animals and wiping out more populations of animals than any other species in the world. In the history of the world. That's an interesting video. It is. I mean, because of all the pesticides and all the whatever you call it, it kills the rats yep, and kill stuff. The, well, you kill the bugs. Santos with, puts that on everything. Yeah, you kill the bugs with uh, with pesticides. The animals eat the bugs. The, the animal dies. Yeah. It's just like, it's the whole thing. It's like uh, the, you know, the bird eats the, the poison bug. The uh, bird yeah. dies of poison. Cat eats the bird. The cat's poison. I mean, it just, yeah. it just, it, yeah, possum eats the cat. Like, yeah, I mean, possum done. Yeah, but the dog goes, goes there and starts chewing on a dead possum. I swear, I, dude, I wanted to say this. I forgot. Yeah. The only time I ever been in the woods, like I was really scared, was a possum. Yeah. And I was sitting on the ground. I remember I was a kid and I had my, I was bow hunting that time. And I was sitting there and I heard it like creeping up on me, creeping up on me. And I was, you know, I was on the ground. I don't usually don't like to hunt in a tree. Yeah. It's just not my preference. Yeah. Sucks, bro. Uh, and, I got a new hunting stool out. I saw that thing's badass. That thing's awesome. So uh, I'm sitting there, and this possum's like creeping up on me, and I'm like all covered up. You can't see me. You know, I'm not moving. Whatever. But I'm like, okay, he's getting a little close. I'm gonna move a little bit. You know, yeah, get a little scared. Yeah, he needs to know I'm here. So I move, and he didn't get scared. He's like, he's like, what is this? What is this big? (laughs) Yeah. So he comes a little closer. I'm, and then I kind of like shuffle my foot in in the leaves a little bit. Well. He starts growling at me like, like oh, he's gonna no. like he's gonna. I'm like this ain't going well. Gauge him. So I picked up I, this. I gave him his last shot. So I picked up <laughs> a pine cone and I drilled it in the head with a pine cone. It was probably like ten feet from me. Oh, I mean, I was like, if he charges me, I'm fucking bit. Yeah. It's just I don't know if I can get a shot off. Yeah, shoot the toes off. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I hit it with a pine cone. They don't always play dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't happy about that either. Yeah. So then. Uh, like he he really got like defensive then, yeah. and so man, I just moved my whole body. And once I did that, he, 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 was, he, was he like, got the hell out of there. Yeah. Then, so yeah. you know what else is crazy? We got armadillos. Yes, dude, never they, had armadillos, and, and they are tearing up the terrain as oh, well. Oh my god, I mean, dude, I hunt public land, right? Yeah. And so there's this one spot on Bay. I've been hunting this place for like seven years. Seven years ago, this holler that I walked down had a population of armadillos. I hunted them every night. When I walked out of the woods with my flashlight, I'd walk down the hall. And you Possum on a half shell. Yeah, you can just hear him <laughs> jump around. I finally shot one, and the damn thing took off with like a $10 arrow. 
gone. I never found it or the arrow. So I oh pissed me off. So I got done after well, that. Well, just go looking for him. Probably everywhere. next week he'll be walking around with yeah. an arrow on his back. Oh, so. dude, they're fucking everywhere. I mean, man, it's crazy. But the only, when's the only time you ever seen armadillos when you was dude, a kid? Yeah, when I was a kid, and they were not here. You saw they were when Georgia. you were going to Texas, or yeah, when, South you were, Georgia, when you were anywhere. going to Florida. Yeah, they'd be dead on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, That's never it. saw them in Georgia. Never, yeah. never. And now they're, I mean, everywhere. I don't even know that you can eat those. I'm sure no. people's tried to. No, I'm not eating. Dude, you know they carry. Uh, they carry what is the, the bubonic plague? Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. The bubonic. No, no, no. It's not bubonic plague. It's a. Uh, Oh man! Damn, it's, it's the second episode in a row we've mentioned the bubonic plague. It's not the it's not the plague. It's uh, the government's going to turn it loose on us next. Oh, leprosy, leprosy, okay, leprosy, leprosy. I'd rather be those, dead yeah, than losing those, limbs. Yeah, it's what those things yeah. carry. So they say when you shoot them, a lot of people will go get them out of the yard, but like you need to grab them with a bag. Don't yeah, touch don't them. Touch them. Yeah. yeah, they're nasty. Golly, that's wild. Yeah, man, the landscape of the wildlife changing. Yeah. Well, man, I'm. Uh, I'm glad we got to get in here and talk about this. It was uh, it was always good to see you, and I'm Hell glad yeah. your business is doing great and successful. Tell everybody how Sorry. they can get in touch with you and what y'all got coming up. Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Brandon Moore. Phone number 706-728-4954, turkeymountaintaxidermy.com. We're on every social media uh, at Turkey Mountain Taxidermy. Um, yeah, we got a full season this year. Probably going to take a few turkeys, and then we'll see you guys in the fall. We'll uh, Once turkey season's over, we'll probably take – I might take 10, and that's going to be all. And uh, – I'll be busy till October. Sounds good. We yeah. need to get you back in here before you get too busy. Oh, yeah. Make you a repeat offender. Dude, I love it. All right, let's talk about this TV show when we cut this thing off. Right. All right, man. Everybody take care. Later.